What's up, y'all? It's JLP, the host of Mastering Single Podcast, coming to you with this brand new episode. I really hope that you had a restful day. I pray that, you know, you experience God's goodness today and that you are recharging. For those of you who perhaps had a long week, a busy week, you know, I know that perhaps you may, you know, feel fatigued, you know, um, but I pray that even now that the Holy Spirit would begin to recharge and renew a steadfast spirit within you um this is going to be a quick episode but i truly believe this episode is going to greatly encourage you and as a matter of fact i even have an assignment for you all um it's, it's nothing uh, major but it's very um just very simple and it's basically me just encouraging you you all to read um these passages which i'll be sharing shortly um the backstory is you know i was really reading um with two sisters of mine um, we were really reading first chronicles chapters 1 to 14 and you know this book is like a genealogy book but truly if you read it um in death there's so many good wisdom in there like you know so many good nuggets in there that you can really um gain great insight from that you can begin to apply in your life and especially when it comes to your walk with the lord but um, for the sake of this episode, um, the main passages from um, First Chronicles 1 to 14 that I want us to pay attention to is First Chronicles chapters 10 to 14. And very quickly, I'm just going to go ahead and give a quick summary. Um, in First Chronicles chapter 10 to 14, one of the things that I want to bring to your attention is that you will see a great contrast between David and Saul. Um, Saul, you know, he was anointed to be king at the time because the people, right, God's people, they wanted a human being to rule over them. They didn't feel as if God himself, God Almighty was enough. They wanted to see someone um, physical in their midst to rule over them. And so, you know, God was like, okay, sure, no problem. All right. Um, okay. You want a king? I'll give you a king. And so, so the Lord, you know, God Almighty, he allowed Samuel to, you know, anoint uh, Saul to become king. Um, but long story short, we hear, you know, in scripture and we read in scripture. And for those of you, perhaps you're not familiar with this um, passage or this account, you're going to even see it being highlighted again um, in First Chronicles chapters 10 to 14 um, is that even though Saul you know he was walking with the Lord right he was walking with the Lord before he became king and even during the early parts of his reign as king right he ended up causing himself to lose sight of God he ended up causing himself to uh, actually disconnect himself from God and so what happened is he began to rely on his strength right on his um, own ways and own wisdom to do certain things that actually ended up being his downfall and that actually ended up actually making him commit suicide I just wanted to quickly say that so that way you guys can have an idea um, in regards to the passage that I've just shared, encouraging you during your leisure, or even tonight. I actually encourage you tonight, if you can get a chance, read it and meditate on it tonight. Now, the contrast now I want to put um, to your way, like, right, bring to your attention concerning David and Saul is that even within these passages you see that david understood that his victory that his successes right that his uh, uh his his um prosperity his favor everything that he had in his midst right that were good things that it came from the lord and not only did it come from the lord but he knew that would continuously be overflow of provision and blessing because he was connected to god 
he was connected to God. This is so important for us as believers because, you know, sometimes we get so comfortable in our faith, right? In our Christian faith that, you know, we just say, you know, you know, I love God, right? I love God. I go to church. I, you know, I praise him, right? On Sundays, I praise him sometimes when I'm at home, but David literally knew that every single aspect of his life that was that he was finding blessings in right that he was um, finding success in it all came from God it didn't come from his own strength it didn't come from his own intelligence it didn't come because uh you know he you know he was uh the son of Jesse or whatnot but he understood it's because of his continual contact with the Lord he was connected to God David's connection to God was what granted granted David divine connections with other people that were literally a part in that passage, right? In these passages where I can't really think of the specific scripture, but if you want to go ahead and just dive into it in depth, I strongly recommend you to just um, read First Chronicles chapters 1 to 14. But however, for the sake of this episode, you can go ahead and just read First Chronicles chapters 10 uh, to 14. And so, yeah, so David began to notice people, right? People were coming to him to provide assistance, to provide relief, He wasn't even going to people. He wasn't even searching the opportunities. And at times, sometimes we feel like we have to go on and search for the opportunities. Because if we don't go ahead and search for the opportunities, the opportunities won't find us. But I want to tell you, there are times where if you are more... Uh, uh, you know, if you are more interested, rather, to be about God's business, to be in God's presence, if you are more interested to do God's will, I'm telling you, God will cause the opportunities to come to you. God will cause the divine connections to come to you. Sometimes we frustrate ourselves, right? And we try to be our own God, even indirectly, maybe not even directly, but indirectly. And God is saying, why are you doing all of this extraness? Why are you doing all of this? Why are you trying to make things happen from thin air? Just come to me, connect to me, dialogue with me, have fellowship with me. Success is mine. Riches are mine. This whole earth is mine. Heaven is mine. Whatever you need, child, I can give it to you. Now, don't get me wrong. There are certain seasons where God is putting you to the test and he wants to see if you have faith to execute some things. But at the end of the day, you need to understand yourself well enough and say, maybe this is the season where I should continuously seek after God's own heart. Maybe this is not the season for me to seek opportunities, but maybe this is the season for me to recognize that God is my ultimate source. Because sometimes when we don't realize God is our ultimate source, we may think as if we are our own ultimate source. And so we began to put more trust and dependence on ourselves than on God. And so I just wanted to bring that word of encouragement. I don't know what you're going through right now, but one of the great emphasis that I want to put throughout the summer season and even the rest of 2021, I want to just greatly encourage you, you know, above all else, put God first place in your life. Seek God, you know, seek God with your whole being. Don't just seek God when you are in need of him, but seek God because you know he is your life source. Not only is he your life source, but he is your ultimate support. His, he's the ultimate one that is able to provide all needs. Amen. And so don't stay discouraged. Don't stay discouraged. Don't stay frustrated. Don't ask the questions. Why me? Instead, say to yourself, let me seek God. 
let me see God. Let me read the word of God. Let me eat the word of God. Remember the God, God himself, right? Jesus Christ, he said, man cannot live by bread alone, but, I, but of every word that comes out of the mouth of God. And as I get older, I'm seeing this to be true even more. You know, I knew that it was truth. But as I grow older, I'm starting to see truly it is truth even more. It's becoming more realistic as you get older to see truly that God, God, he is more than enough for us. You may have all riches, you name it. You may, <laughs> you may have a net worth of $100 billion plus. But if you don't have God, what do you have really? I said it before in the episode, God, he is the one that attaches value to our blessings. If you have a blessing without God, it's almost as if the, the blessing itself is meaningless. He is the one that gives beauty and life and gives value to all things. So please go ahead and stay encouraged. Don't be discouraged. If you are a child of God, you are blessed. Remain in the presence of God. Follow David's example, not Saul's example. Don't just disconnect yourself to God because you feel as if you've sinned too much or you feel too shameful about your past or you feel too guilty about, you know, certain mistakes that you had made due to your own disobedience. Instead of feeling this way, you can feel this way. Don't get me wrong, because sometimes you have to feel these feelings, but don't let that feeling drive you away from God. Let these feelings draw you to God. Because David even said so himself in one of the Psalms. He says, no matter where I go, you are there. We cannot hide from God, y'all. He is, he is everywhere we are. Amen. And so if God is with you even now, why try to hide from him? Don't do like Adam and Eve when they sinned against God in the garden. God already knew what you did. He really did. But he's saying, come to me come to me when we go to God y'all we're not just going uh to ask him to forgive us of our sins but we go to be replenished we go to be strengthened we go so that way we can receive divine insight from him so that way we can live a righteous life although we do not earn righteousness but God in his word over and over he says to us he wants us to be a righteous people a holy people because he is holy I don't know about you but I'm just, you know, like, I just want to go deeper with the Lord. And I encourage you to go deeper with the Lord. Because as you can see, these are the ends of times. I know some people will not tell you this, but it truly is the end of times. But the Bible lets us know, even though it is the end of times, it's also the great, the great of times, right? It is also a time where we're going to see God do great and mighty works through his body, through his bride. But the question is, are you a part of his bride? Are you a part of his body? Are you a part of the church? I would definitely love for you to be a part of the church because truly, again, y'all, life is meaningless without Jesus. And I'm not just saying that to flatter you. I'm not forcing my faith upon you, but it is true. It truly is. Life without Jesus is meaningless. It's as if we are toiling all of our lives. The, the, the writer in Ecclesiastes, who is Solomon, he was really wise to say that because he said, you know, you know, men are doing all of these things. They're toiling, right? They're they're working hard, you know, uh, to to have this uh, to have this um, living. And yet they leave it after they die. Right. And in the way that he was saying it, too, he was seriously putting an implication saying, uh, um, you know, life without the Lord is meaningless. If we as human beings are just living for ourselves, What's the point? 
We are not the maker of our soul. We didn't give ourselves life, right? So if we're just living merely for ourselves, what's the point? God wants you to live for something bigger. You were meant for greater things because you serve a greater God. Let us all just come back to the Lord with deeper reverence, consecration before God. I encourage you, despite whatever it is that's going on in your midst, despite how you feel, why don't you just take this vow today and say to yourself, no matter what I go through, I will never disconnect myself to God. I, I, I won't let Saul's tragedy to become my tra- tragedy as well. David, although he sinned, the Bible says, you know, although he, he sinned and he had a lot of concubines and, you know, he did a lot of things that were negative, right? That were sinful. But yet the Bible says that David was a man after God's own heart. But why is that? I know I've shared it before, but I want to greatly share it again because I feel like some of you guys really need this encouragement. Why is that that David was a man after God's own heart? I'll tell you why is that. It's because David never stopped pursuing God. David never stopped pursuing the heart of God. David knew that apart from God, there was nothing. There was nothing worth, worth, worth to live for. He knew that God ultimately was the highest price, was the highest prize of life. And so I greatly want to encourage you, just connect yourself to the Lord, connect yourself to Jesus. Don't disconnect yourself from the presence of God. No matter what happens, be like David and say, do not depart your spirit from me. Do not depart your Holy Spirit from me. This is a prayer that we all should pray. Lord, please do not depart your Holy Spirit from me. The Bible lets us know that the Holy Spirit, if you're a born again believer, he is our guarantee for eternal life. But he's also a guarantee that lets us know that we are child of the living God. We are children of the living God. That even though the devil may try, right? But he cannot steal our salvation because we have been stamped by God's Spirit himself. We have been stamped by the Holy Spirit who is God himself I don't know about you but again as the word of God shows plain plainly apart from God life is meaningless what is what is happiness what is happiness apart from God what is love apart from God for the Bible already tells us that God is love what is relationship If it is not centered on Christ, what is friendship if it's not centered on Christ, y'all? I pray that you were greatly encouraged by this episode. And again, I just want to repeat this once more. You can go ahead and read First Chronicles chapters 1 to 14 if you would like to go in depth, um, you know, and yeah, in depth more in regards to what I'm discussing. But if you want to just highlight the points that I have made on this episode, you can go ahead and read First Chronicles chapters 10 to 14. So that way you can see, you know, very clearly the contrast between David and Saul and really like I said David he knew that his success came from the Lord he knew that his favor came from the Lord his favor didn't come from himself his favor came from the Lord but at the end of the day how can you attain favor yes favor is unmerited yes favor is something we cannot earn but but the Bible makes it clear there is a type of way to attract favor though And David knew the way that he can attract favor is by continuously being connected to God, is by continuously seeking after his presence, seeking after his heart. And that is what I want to encourage you to do tonight and forevermore. This was your sister JLP. Until next time, y'all, remember all things are possible with Christ Jesus. Take care. Peace out.